I do have a quick story for mm. cold open. Yeah. Uh, we were just on vacation. Yeah, you were. Down on, on the... How was that? Uh, it was good. It was a good, good. time. Good uh, good I think here. the biggest difference between Anna Marie... Anna Marie? Anna Maria? Anna, one of them things. I don't know either of them. <laughs> one, of the, one of the ships from uh, Christopher Columbus, who is a mm. bad dude. The Nina, the Pinta, um, yeah. and the Santa Maria? Yeah, I think it's Anna Maria. Anna Maria. Anna Marie? Couldn't tell you. Anyway, it's an island. I just know in 1492, he sailed the ocean blue. Yeah. On the Nina, Pinta, he, he and Santa Maria. Yeah, um, what you said. Anywho, <laughs> it was our first time down there. We normally go to Destin. The biggest difference between the two is like significantly less people, which was nice. That's mm. that's a great difference between beaches. Yes. So much nicer. And then like the house we had on this was literally sitting on the sand. Yeah. Like it's just... Mm. You walk, I could have peed in the ocean from the balcony. Like <laughs> you was, love to see that. It was great. Uh, and anyway, we had to learn the restaurants. We had to, we had to figure out the the duds versus the studs. Right. The restaurants. But we found this one little restaurant. I think it's called Waterfront. It's a little indoor outdoor cafe. Hmm. Fantastic food. Great service. Uh, <coughs> really Rundown good. shacks on the beach typically are the best seafood places yeah. you can go to. This was not actually a rundown shack though. This oh, was right. like a really like nice oh. really nice little restaurant. Mm. Um but the we had this awesome server and I I was going to I told him I was going to give him a shout out on the podcast like he listens. But anyway, shout he, out. I <laughs> completely forgot forgot his name, but he uh You know who you are. We, yeah. He and he would know who we were cuz he'll never forget <laughs> all that. Man. Um but the kids are there they're doing their thing and uh Tate's doing his normal politician. Yeah. Yep. Kissing babies, shaking hands. Babies, flirting with the waitresses, other yep. people's wives, like he does with you. As two. he does. Um, and so he's talking to our waiter, and the waiter's like, well, I get to leave here and go to the hospital because my daughter's getting ready to have her first baby, and I'm going to have my first grandkid. Mm. I'm going to be a grandfather for the <laughs> oh, first no. time. Oh, no. And Tate <laughs> announces to the room. <laughs> And everybody in the, in, the, in the room, in the restaurant heard this. Tate goes, is she going to push the baby out of her vagina? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I dove under the table. <laughs> and Ooh, no. like the best part is he's sitting next to Katie's dad. <laughs> who just goes, oh. <laughs> oh. Like, yeah, I could definitely Scott, see Scott just being like, oh, oh, oh yeah. right. like, I, saw, I saw it coming from a mile away. When I heard him say having a baby, I'm like, which one of my kids is going to say it? <laughs> yeah. And it was Tate. And he announced it to the entire room. The whole place dies laughing. There's a guy with his family sitting behind us that spits coke out of his nose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. He was like, this is the, uh, like, this no. is the greatest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and the waiter, waiter just smiled. He goes, you're kind of ahead of the curve a little bit. <laughs> How old is Tate? Six, six, like five oh or God. six, I want that right. I had, could not tell you what a vagina was at six sure. years old. So the problem is his mother is Katie, who right? Is, oh, yeah, we're going to use the technical term. She's a pediatric nurse practitioner, and she yeah. just always uses exact terms. And because of kind of our situation with our kids, right, fostering into adopting, right, we just answer all questions. Yeah. You know, I've talked about it before. We like the whole Christmas thing, the Easter Bunny thing. When the questions have been asked, we just answered straight up. We just. Yeah. You know, so I don't have to worry about like ruining Santa Claus for your kids on accident. No, okay, no, great. there was there was a whole thing there, but uh, no, I'll do it on purpose. No, it, it's it, great. So like it, it, we've cut this, the best part is you cut out a lot of BS with these kids at a very young age, right? Uh, but the the backfire is is like there has already been baby questions. There's already been. Mm. You know, yeah, stuff like because we've had we got listen at our church everybody's getting pregnant all the time so constantly. Mm-hmm. We got a lot of pregnant people going on, so like there's always where's where, how they get the baby out, 
And I'm like, well, a stork shows up. And he's like, <laughs> shut up. <coughs> so anyway. You think um, our kids are idiots? <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. If you uh, if you at home listening would like to have your own baby, um, I don't know how to tie this into crypto comics, but well, I was gonna <laughs> say I was if like, you want to have your own baby, yeah. you can. You, you know, if you want your own baby, go get a baby Yoda. And the best way to get a baby Yoda is with our boys over at Crypto Comics because they are one of the best spots. I know we talk about the comics a lot, but also collectibles That's and right. Funko Pops, cardboard cutouts, uh, you know, any sort of collectible you could be looking for. You can find it with our friends over at Crypto Comics. Go see Rocky and the boys over there. I don't have the the numbers committed to memory like my boy, Dr. J does, but I guess three, eight, nine, five, two, eight. Go check out our friends over at Crypto Comics. Give them a ring. Tell them that Ethan sent you. Yeah. Tell them that Ethan sent you. And hey. they'll, they'll know what that means. Ethan's yes. here. Ethan's here. Hello. Ethan's here. You know what else is here? A solid intro. It's a lot of pressure. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the 1900 Nerdy Talk podcast, where this week we are joined once again by our friend Ethan from the Crime Brought to Light podcast. Make sure you stay tuned and listen in to as the boys talk all of your spooky, your spookiest, dirtiest, and nerdiest needs right here on One Nine Hundred Nerdy Talk. Flawless, <laughs> flawless. Loved it. Fatality. <laughs> Fatality. You remember the name that was of such, this podcast? I sure did. Nice. That was so for you. I committed it to my memory so and everything. I appreciate it. Yeah, I got you. We got Ethan back in the building. Yeah, we, yeah, we do. Hello. We didn't Hello. scare you off last time. I'm glad that I he didn't tried scare to scare you guys us. Off. Yeah. No, you did try to scare us. You know what's funny? After you know, we talked about how we had not uh, heard that story before, mm-hmm. and then literally after our podcast hit. I've seen that story on TV. Uh, if you really, your phones are listening. Mm. Yeah, that's know. a conspiracy theory in itself. Ooh. Dude, we could yeah. talk that. We could talk that. I'd say we need to talk about that, but you know, it's not necessarily a crime because the government makes sure it's legal. That is that's true. true. Mm. I am going to need you to lean into that mic a little bit, though. Oh, lean in. Don't be scared of it. Don't don't be afraid of it. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, there he is. My mic at home. If I talk any bit louder, it'll go like. Oh no! That's so bad. You you good? We like the sounds. Our listeners love it when we breathe directly into the microphones. That's my listen. Listen, that's my bad, (laughs) y'all. The last couple podcasts, I was listening back. I did a lot of editing of Joe breathing heavy in the mic. (laughs) There was there was one point, and I was I was editing it out loud, and Katie said, "Were you exercising?" (laughs) I was like, "You know better than that." Uh, So anyway. Hey, Ethan Petrunos yeah. from Crime Brought to Light. Uh, we had such a great time last time. Were you here? You freaked us out with the uh, weird people from Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Mm. Go figure, as you can see on the walls. <laughs> little <laughs> mom and daughter situation. Little. Yeah. Uh, I, we were even, Katie was watching an episode of Law and Order, and it was literally just a remake of that story. And, mm. I, and I was going, mm. they listen to our show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I'd like my royalty, please. Yeah. Uh, Cut yeah. my check. So uh, I see you got papers in front of me. I see lots of words yes. on there. You got you got some good stuff for us tonight. Yeah, honestly, this is... I was going to have... I had every intention in me to write a terrifying ghost story. Yeah. <sighs> but true crime and ghosts, it's very hard to find. The only thing that's the actual... Have you heard of the Bellwitch Cave in mm-hmm. Adams, Tennessee? Have not. I that is like Bellwitch Cave. Yeah, it's like the most haunted cave in america hmm. oh um but that is the only 
murder that has ever been documented by the court saying that a ghost killed that person. Whoa. That's phenomenal. Hold up. So we have a court case where the law has said that someone was murdered mm -hmm. by a ghost. Yes, or a witch, because it was like a ghost witch at the Bell Witch Cave. Ghost is interesting. Because when they found him, they found this like non-existent substance in his veins that no one could figure out granted it was back in like the 1800s so like uh, they didn't even know what water was back then probably, yeah. so, you know <laughs> probably it was just black tar heroin it, it, was, <laughs> it was just <laughs> it was salt yeah. hey Jude. he wasn't seeing ghosts he was just having a bad trip <laughs> yeah. Jeez. we've all been there yeah. there's some losing the sky with diamonds <laughs> mm. Nice. But if I had to rate this story on a scale from last time, the story from last time was probably a three. This story is going to be an 11 out of 10. Oh. All right. So let me go ahead and throw this warning out real quick. If you got little ones around you. Uh, Trigger warnings, yeah. all of them. This, like, these stories do have murder or un, un, unaliving, unaliving, as, as the TikTokers say. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, <laughs> there will it. be unaliving. There was at least one unaliving in the last story. Are we looking at mm -hmm. one or multiples? Just one, but just one, oh, but a very a good one. Mm. Oh yeah, a very creative, unaliving. So if you got little ones around you who may freak out easily to uh, murder stories, uh, you might want to skip uh, to the next episode or one of our many previous very entertaining. Look for the beaver mm -hmm. one. That look was for pretty, the beaver, the beaver one. one. That was <laughs> great. That's a great episode. Yeah. Uh, but if not, if you are a crime junkie like we all are, uh, grab you some popcorn, y'all, and mm. get ready to munch down. Do we have music? Maybe. Look at this Maybe. whole. <laughs> Give me a second. Look at this whole setup we got here. Oh, oh God. Oh. No. Yeah. Oh. You, you think I would figure out a way to plug it in to where we could all hear it? That's but true. I kind of like the terrible quality of just doing it through a mic. There's so something about it. Are. There's something endearing about it. <laughs> oh my God! It sounds so much worse. <laughs> it's so loud. <laughs> That's so the great. The violins. But yeah, this is probably one of the worst stories that i've ever talked about or read in my life and it was actually recommended to me by a viewer which i don't understand wh what these people watch but it's disturbing yeah it's horrible but since we have the people vibe they don't I be watching of, tbn i know that yeah they don't get these stories on tbn, TBN they get it so off the like the dark web or something i don't know where <laughs> they get it from it's not youtube <laughs> it's not where not I get yet. my stuff from <laughs> <laughs> these are not my podcast that's not my podcast <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I want everyone in this room to close your eyes. Ooh. We're gonna do and a little, if you're watching, close your yeah, eyes. Yeah, if you're driving, hands off the wheels, close your <laughs> eyes, unbuckle your seatbelt, you know. Put your feet. All of it's very important. <laughs> put your feet up, put your car on cruise control. <laughs> Who's tickling my toes? Yeah. Who's playing? The ghost, the bell witch. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> so, all right. I want you guys to pretend. Imagine even that you were riding a Greyhound bus in Edmonton, Canada at 6.55 p.m. Brandon sitting at the back. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. 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 I apologize. You can have my seat, Brandon. <laughs> you walk through it the... It look so comfy. <laughs> you walk through the cramped hallway and search for a seat on the crowded bus. The tall man in front of you, who appears to be in his 40s, sits beside another younger-looking guy who is fast asleep. The seat behind them is open and you sit down. As the, as the sun continues to disappear and the orange glow is no longer shining in your eyes, the bus gets darker and darker inside. The time is now 8.30 p.m. and a sharp cry breaks the low humming of the bus's engine. Instinctually, you stand up, searching for what the sound of the screams 
where they came from and only to find out that it is coming from right in front of you. Everyone around you is now crowding the tight hallway of the bus trying to escape. You look down only to see that the tall man in his 40s is brutally stabbing the once sleeping individual. And this is the story of the Greyhound bus killer and let me tell you the ending is far from what you will expect to hear. Wait, it. how is that not the ending? Oh, exactly. It's because this story, everything that you think would happen to somebody who brutally murders somebody does not happen. And that's why, like, this whole story is, I'm going to talk about the story a little bit, but it's overall very short because I honestly just want us to discuss this. Oh, yeah. Because it's controversial, but in my eyes, I don't see how it would be controversial or why it needs to be you know, controversial. Stabbing someone on a bus doesn't seem very controversial. Yes, I've... Well, I'm not going to get too ahead of myself. Oh, so boy. Let me, let me just go. kind of do a little bit of I love backstory. baiting Ethan into, like, getting yeah. ahead of himself. I do it so easily, too. <laughs> I get it so off topic. Editing. That's why I love editing. This is why we don't need to come on your show. Like, your your 60-second TikTok would be, like, eight minutes <laughs> long. You'd need a 14-part series to tell one story. It's just a us. bunch of us going, but why was he wearing brown shoes? <laughs> yeah. 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 I love it, though. I love it. It helps keep the flow going. No dead air, you know. Right. right. So, the year is 2008. July 30th. I was alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, eight <laughs> years old for me. How old were you, Brandon? I would have been, oh God. What was that math? 93, 2008, 15? 15. I was 19, baby. 19. So the story takes place with 22-year-old Tim McLean, who boarded the 1170 Greyhound bus in Edmonton, Canada. He was traveling home from a work trip as he worked as a carnival barker. Have you guys heard of that? Yeah. A carnival barker? Hey! I had never heard of that Pop before. over here. Come yeah. see the yeah. big lady. Hey! I wanted to be a carnival barker. I, no like, way. I feel like I could be good barker. at it. Totally see you doing that. Come one and all. See the big <laughs> lady. We got the world's strongest man right over in the tent over there. Come see us at the big top. Whenever I first heard that, so I don't know good. why, but I imagined like somebody barking. Like it was like a talent. <gasps> like, <rah! laughs> like, I don't know what. We've got the amazing barking boy. <laughs> That's called Baja Man. There's a Baja Man reference. <laughs> There's not been one of those yeah. since 2008. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Tim was, he just landed this job as the carnival barker and he wanted to make a good impression as anyone would whenever you first start a job. Real quick, uh, do we know, is this the guy that was murdered or the guy doing the murdering? I'll leave that up to you guys. Okay, great. Oh, snap. Definitely the murderer. Just kind of add a little suspicion for people watching. I like this. So he was a carnival barker. He had just landed this job and the reasoning why he wanted to impress his employers so much so is because he was going to be a father in like five months. Mm. And it was his first kid. He wanted to make a living, you know, support sure. his, you know, baby boy. Um, and he got on the bus that evening, put his headphones in and leaned his head up on the side of the window and just closed his eyes and went to sleep. So the car. Oh, my God. I was wrong. The carnival barker is the guy who died. Mm hmm. Man. Yeah. See? Spoiler. You're, I'm just you were already right where I did not get something right. Yeah. So now we're going to be talking about the man in his 40s, who is Vincent Waigwang Lee. And he lived in Tokyo, Japan for a time. Um, that's where he was born. And he eventually moved over to Canada. I believe it was in... Sorry, I should have had this. So from 1994 to 1998, he worked as a software engineer in Tokyo. And cool. um, from 1998 to 2001, it's pretty much dark. And then he moved to Canada in 2001 and got citizenship in 2006. Mm. So he was very smart to say the least. He sure. graduated from the Wuhan Institute of Technology with a bachelor's degree in computing. So every employer that he ever had was singing his praises, so to speak. They said that he was very smart. 
<laughs> oh, I was like, I thought Brandon had something to say. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you. okay, what do you say? Um, so they were all singing his praises. Um, he eventually got a job at a church. It was a Baptist church in Canada. Amen. Um, the church was located in Winnipeg, yep. Canada. And you guys probably I've heard, heard of that right? place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard of that. Really? Place. Yeah. Oh, Winnipeg. Yeah. Is that like a big place in Canada? Big hockey town. I don't know. Uh, oh. Yeah, but I feel like yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. My si- my sister in law is also from Canada, though. So. Oh, okay. That might She's be not bad. from Winnipeg, but. Interesting. So it might hit a little close to home then. Hmm. So he got uh, full citizenship in 2006, and he got the job at the church. And at first, he wasn't Christian, but then he started hearing voices from God. <laughs> Wait, boss. He got the job at the church before he was a Christian. Yes. Incredible. Yeah, I, I would feel like being a Christian would be a prerequisite on your resume to I get the job. Mm-hmm. You think, but as a musician <laughs> who knows many church musicians, it isn't. That's, the, that's, fair, that's fair. It's not at all. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> Bye. Can we put like a record scratch right there? <laughs> I don't know. Can you? <laughs> I can't. I can't. The answer chance. The answer Mr. Editor. So, oh, oh. <laughs> so he was eventually converted to Christianity. Amen. He then met his wife with the name of Anna, though there's not a lot of information about her. She wasn't really involved in this case, so I don't really mention too much about her life. Mm. Let her live her life in peace. Right. Lord. Um, and he started hearing voices from God. <clears throat> this is the first red flag, so to speak, in it's my a real eyes. Son of Sam vibe yeah. right there. And the church members, they all thought it was normal, but what stood out to me was he claimed that he was the third story of the Bible, which I didn't necessarily know what that meant. I did a little... So I'm guessing Old Testament, New Testament, and now like his story, maybe? Maybe. That's it. I've not thought about that. Yeah. I honestly like looked up the third story of the Bible, kind of like a brief whatever, and just seeing what it was, but it didn't make any sense to me. I don't see how he could... Vince could relate to that. I think what the third story of the Bible would be. Yeah. Creation. Probably Mormons. Okay. That whole thing they have. I'm sorry, but no hate to Mormons, but every time I talk about true crime, there's a 90% chance they were Mormon. Mormon things. I'm serious. That's because they can't have Christmas and stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Or coffee. I would commit murder too if I didn't have coffee. Come on. Or like birthday time. Like, listen. You gotta have them birthdays. Yeah. They don't yeah. celebrate birthdays? Wait, no. that might be Jehovah Witness. Hmm. Is that Jehovah yeah. Witness? Just kidding. Which I one of them rides the bicycles? Jehovah Witness. I feel like Mormons do too. I think too. the Mormons do the Bible. Which And which ones have multiple wives? That's Mormons. the Mormons. FLDS Mormons. Mormons. Yeah. Mm. BYU. They're Mormons, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Utah. Brigham Young. Not the contemporary Mormons, though. They only have one what? wife. Right. Mm. It's the FLDS. Oh, there's a contemporary Mormon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. There's a contemporary everything in there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Where was I even at? Oh, yeah. Anyway, so he claimed that he was the third story of the Bible. Yep. And then his new voice that he heard from God started saying that he was the second coming of Jesus. Amen. There it is. And I was like, there it is, the rapture. I always hear it. There it Before is. any crime happens, someone claims that they are going someone to help. Someone is Jesus. Mm-hmm. At least but, he wasn't from Texas. Yeah. Yeah, we well, didn't need another Waco <laughs> situation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's so true. Seems like all the new Jesuses are coming from Texas. Mm-hmm. So, yes, he starts saying that he's going to be the second coming of Jesus. And that's when people in the church really started to raise an eyebrow. You know, they were like... Mm, I'm not really too sure if that's true. Right. Um, and then there was, he basically started saying that in preparation, the voice would regularly order Lee to travel through the country on foot or by bus, often disappearing from his home on days on end. So he would just straight up ditch Anna, leave her at home. She would have no idea where Vince went. 
Hmm. He would go on these trips to prepare himself for the rapture, if you will. Um, and he believed that the world was going to end by um, demons, otherwise known as aliens. So he said okay. that aliens were basically demons. Demons, sure. Yes. I've, heard, I've heard that before. Really? Aliens have feelings, guys. Come on. Yeah. Have you never heard that? Mm-mm. Oh, yeah. I've heard like, like Christians be like, if aliens do exist, then they're just demons. That's so interesting. It's so weird to me. Huh. Mm. I'm like, I wonder if they think the same thing about us. Yeah. So then uh, Vince began carrying a buck knife um, for protection whenever these aliens would come, if you will. Now, this is where people start noticing that someone should have said, like, hey, Vince, maybe you should go to the hospital. Get your sure. mental state checked out. Yeah, I think right. I might have spoke up before that, but yeah. Yes. Definitely definitely at that point, for sure. Yeah. And Especially because, by definition, he was an alien. Mm-hmm. He's from Tokyo, living in Canada. That is true. That is very true. And I will add that he had several jobs at this point. So the church was probably one of the longest places he's worked, if I'm not mistaken. Um, But after that, he started job hopping like crazy. And that's important to know with the mental uh, disorder that he had. Sure. So if it's not already apparent, hearing voices is a sign of schizophrenia. Mm. And I do want to just kind of read this quote by quote because it's important to know that where schizophrenia comes from does not mean that an individual is going to be violent. Right. So it's important to say um, from psychiatry.org, they state, quote, when schizophrenia is active, symptoms can include delusions, hallucinations, disorganized speech, trouble with thinking, and lack of motivation. However, with treatment, most symptoms of schizophrenia will greatly improve and the likelihood of the reoccurrence can be diminished. Schizophrenia does not mean split personality or multiple personality. Most people with schizophrenia are not any more dangerous or violent than people in the general population. So I told people on my video as well, right. like, if you know someone who has schizophrenia, they're not going to... Hollywood has done a terrible job of yes. representing things like schizophrenia, multi, you know, multiple yeah. personality disorders, mm-hmm. all those things. So it's like... Yes. Um, in 2005, Vince had been stopped by the Ontario police after he was found wandering in a highway heading to Winnipeg where he lived. They did a wellness check and deemed that he was 100% sober, so they obviously knew that there was something more sure. wrong with him. strange or something, yeah. Yes, and he told police that he was, quote, following the sun at the command of God. So I guess he was just walking towards the sun. And they transferred him to William Ulcer Health Center. Now, this is where it's kind of hard to decipher what is factual. Some news reports state that while he was in the hospital, they diagnosed him with schizophrenia, but he refused any medical like medications sure. or any attention. And then there's other news reports that state that they did not diagnose him with anything. They just basically gave him a pat on the back and were like, you're good to go. Mm-hmm. So I personally right. believe from what I've read that they didn't diagnose him with schizophrenia. Right. Um, but like I said, I will, you'll never really know. Right. Uh, he did move to Edmonton in 2006 and left his wife, Anna. But let me be clear. They didn't divorce. He just, just moved left. To he Edmonton. just left. Yes. Oh, yeah. And so <laughs> he just yeah. he left his wife. Yeah, exactly. He didn't divorce her. Just left her. He just, mm-hmm. he just left. And eventually she did pack up her belongings and then joined him in Edmonton. No. 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 She seems so much smarter than that. I don't know her. I don't know much about did, her story, but she did they have so children? I don't know. I have uh, no idea. Yeah. That's a good observation, though, because I really have no idea. I don't even know if they're still together. That's the thing that I want to know, is if they're still married after all of this. That's interesting. Because, I mean, after this part, she's kind of just, like, fades away in the background. So, okay, so he is on the bus next to sleeping guy. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Yes, you're, yeah, we're about to get into that actually. Right. That's so, what I was, I was trying to get back to where mm-hmm. where he came to play. He's yeah. not he's not sleeping guy. He was sitting next to sleeping guy. He's the guy that stabbed sleeping guy. Right. Mm-hmm. He's Harry Potter. Sleeping guy is Lupin. Yeah. So let's go to the day before but, the bus incident <laughs> on the train. Remember, he was but a, Harry Potter didn't stab Lupin. <laughs> we don't know that he stabbed sleeping guy yet. Huh? You don't know. Could have been the alien. Isn't this the same person that we're talking about? Yeah, <laughs> The music is great. I know. I I'm like, like did I hear any Star Wars in there like while you were doing this? Because I <laughs> swear I did. Uh, we don't want them to come after us, so no. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Are Star Wars fans bad? No, Star Wars. Well, uh, music license. That's a, loaded, is. that's a loaded question. But uh, from a copyright standpoint, Star Wars is a little greedy. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Specifically really? Disney. But yeah. Let's go to the day before the bus incident, which was July 29th, 2008. And Vince was seen by several individuals waiting at a bus stop. And according to Ranker.com, they write, quote, prior to bus, prior to boarding the bus 1170 on the evening of July 30th, Vince Lee was seen sitting at the bus stop for hours before the bus was scheduled to arrive. According to reports, Lee was emotionless, sitting upright with his eyes open throughout the night by 9 p.m. Oops. I almost just gave away something real quick. Whoa. I'm out of order. Whoa. One second. Have you guys ever watched Community? I know the answer is no, but no. that's one of the gags in like the <laughs> opening of the show. Yeah, that's like that's our next t-shirt merch <laughs> thing. By the way, is you guys seen Community? Just, <laughs> as I like shuffle through my I'm papers, just putting that on there. <laughs> so like the opening scene of like the first episode, the dean's like reading this thing. He's like, "You've heard that Community College is for rejects and losers and da da da." He's like, "But I tell you." Good luck. He's like, wait a second. I'm missing a whole lot of cards. Everybody look around. He's like, there's a lot more to this speech than this. Oh, my God. So Lee was emotionless, sitting upright with his eyes open throughout the night. Um, And into the next day, he also had a sign in front of him, um, in front of his suitcase that read, quote, laptop for sale, $600 OBO. (laughs) He eventually sold that laptop for $60 to a 15-year-old boy. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. He wasn't good about that best offer. Yeah. Unfortunately, we've all been there, right? Yeah. Unfortunately for the 15-year-old boy, police later did have to confiscate the laptop. So he wasn't able to get 60 bucks. Yeah. Did they, like, reimburse him? I don't know, honestly. That's that corrupt I, I assume not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that he probably paid cash and didn't get that back. <laughs> so the ben following day, um, keep in mind that he's been sitting at the bus stop since the 29th. It is now July 30th at 6.55 p.m. He's been at that same bus stop for a long time. It's like 22 hours. Yeah. So on July 30th, 2008, Vincent boarded the 1170 Greyhound bus and sat beside 22-year-old Tim McLean. Uh, the passengers described Vincent to be a tall man with a shaved head and was wearing sunglasses. When he first got onto the bus, he sat towards the front, but then he eventually got up and moved to the back and sat beside Tim. Tim basically, from what people stated, that he just kind of like looked at Vince and acknowledged him, right? Put his headphones back in and went back to sleep, as one typically does when something yeah. snakes. He was minding his own business, yeah, to say the least. And that's kind of like the. M- All right, ahead. question: What was Tim listening to in those headphones? <laughs> He was for sure listening to like carnival barkers to like to get better, like you know, just like working on his craft. Maybe working yeah. on his voices. He was listening to Lou Bega's Mambo Number no. Five. <laughs> Mambo Number. No. I don't know where that came from, but. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> um, 
you guys really throw me off every time. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> every time you guys, guys go on this tangent, I'm just like sitting here and I'm like, yeah. And then it's back to me and I'm like, yeah. wait, what was I talking about though? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally forgot. So. Tim- <laughs> <laughs> Tim was asleep. Headphones. Yes. Listen, Tim was asleep with his headphones listen to on. Lou Bega. Yes. Listening to that. <laughs> Lou Bega carnival barking. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, tickets, tickets. Cool. So while Mumbo number five here, <laughs> <Jesus. laughs> while he was sleeping on the bus, he Vince had reached into his pocket and grabbed that knife that I, I mentioned. He had the knife, yeah, yeah. Oh, he always yeah. kept the knife for the protection, knife. and he slowly reached in his pocket, grabbed the knife, and immediately started stabbing Tim in the neck. It's like eight thirty. So by like this point. he's sitting, like he's sitting next to this guy for like a minute, and he's yeah. like, "All right, time to die." Literally, yeah. And we'll go into more as to why Vince felt the need to take Tim's life. Yeah. Did any of y'all catch the music? I, I sure did. did. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it is becoming a professional at ignoring our shenanigans. You're so good. I'm sorry. So, so <laughs> it's hard. Every time the music comes back, I kind of get I'm like trying not to laugh because obviously he died. So I'm like, right, <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, I'm just like, okay. Yeah. So I forget <laughs> again. We've talked about this last time. You forget these are real people. Yeah, correct. Is so sad. Which honestly is terrible. Terrible. Mm-hmm. But yeah. for anyone watching, the reasoning why we joke is because it's better to cope with 100%. the fact that this is a real. 100% yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to think that this actually exists in real life. Yeah. It, I, I need this to be a comedy. Movie. I yeah. I have never been to a funeral where I did not crack jokes the whole time. Like yeah, I yeah. just I, that's the only way I cope with with death or really anything sad. So he so he. Again, there was no lead up to it, no conversation. He just starts stabbing this dude. Yeah, Tim is still sleeping at this point, and then Vince starts stabbing him. And Uh-oh. people say everyone on the bus states that Tim let out this gut wrenching scream. And yeah, a lot of these people report to still hear the scream even to this day. Like it haunts them day I mean, in and day out. Yeah, if you're yeah. just on a bus and then out of mm-hmm. nowhere you hear a scream like that and see a man stabbing yes. someone else in the neck, sure, you, that's not leaving you anytime soon. And it's eight thirty at night. People are on this bus traveling long distances. Right. They are sleeping. They are watching, you know, a movie on their phone or whatever. If it, they had phones in two thousand eight, right? Yeah, sure. like smartphones. Yeah. 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 So they're like watching stuff if they want. I think yeah. I had a had a razor. Yeah. So they're you know probably yeah. Everyone's in their own world, to right? Sure. And Playing then out snake of nowhere, on their phones. Yeah, and then out of nowhere, someone starts screaming, and it, it's towards the back of the bus. So you like look, and at this point, one of the passengers noticed that Vince had a knife. So someone screams, he has a knife. They run up to the front, alert the bus driver. The bus driver then pulls over and screams for everyone to get off the bus. In the midst of all the, you know, there's old ladies, there's children, there's. Everyone, sure. anyone, right. any age group you could think it was on that bus, to say the least. Everyone gets off, and there's two passengers that actually tried to get Vince to stop stabbing Tim. Because, And this one really creeps me out, but a lot of the people who talked on the news after the stabbing, they all said that while Vince was stabbing Tim, he had a straight face. Like, he was almost like a robot, one of them described. Like, he was oh, just doing man. this. Like, he had no emotion. And for somebody that to, like... That makes it worse. Yeah. That makes it so much worse. It's just, it's creepy. And like look mad while you're stabbing me. Or for something. word, yeah, and sure. For word, or for like word. crazy, like happy, like, yes, yeah, like just stoic though. That's oh, I don't like that. And literally, word for robotic. word, someone said that he appeared to be a robot. Yeah. And it's so weird to think that somebody could be doing such a sinister crime and such, like, I feel like it's against human nature. With to, like just such apathy. Yes. Like you're not excited about it. You're not mad about it. You're not like sad about it. Like you just don't 
care physically here mentally elsewhere yeah that's kind of how i thought about it too and i was just like i don't know it really just shows the severity of how mentally ill vince was in this moment and so at this point two passengers did try to get vince to stop but then vince i guess snaps out of it and starts swinging his knife towards them oh so the two passengers and the bus driver then get off the bus and vince is like chasing them so they shut the bus doors and lock Vince in. And meanwhile, the door is shut and he's still behind the glass, but he's swinging his knife, like trying to like, like trying to stab the door. Or I guess, is he just trying like, to break swinging through. that through. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. And he's just in there by himself at this point. right? Exactly. Yes. No one else is on the bus except Vince and Tim. And it is believed by this point, Tim is now deceased. And yep. that's important to know for what I'm about to tell you next. Vince, after Vince got locked in on the bus, he starts pacing the aisle, and while he would pace the aisle, he would eventually snap back into whatever... Kill mode? Yeah, it's a kill mode, and you would go back to Tim and continue stabbing him. And at this point, Vince starts cutting Tim's head off. He starts oh my severing God. his neck. And the passengers are outside now watching the horror going on in the inside. And Vince know, knows that people are watching him, you know, women, children, right. everyone's watching him. Got to put on a show now. So Vince then decides to take Tim's head and pull it up and show it to everyone. And he starts displaying Tim's now severed head <clears throat> to the people watching. 100% real. Like, this is not This Hollywood is a very Fi. different episode of uh, Nerdy yes. Talk. Yeah, man, that's... That's, That's why we did a trigger oh warning because like, this is one of sure. the darkest stories I've ever talked about in my life. And oh, I just can't wait till we get to the end. Hashtag spooky season. Yeah. Full swing. Literally. So there's still more plot twists coming. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what's crazy. Um, they called the police. At this point, a semi truck driver had pulled over and got him and the bus driver a hammer and crowbar to protect themselves events somehow managed to get off the bus they called police but police were kind of far away so it's about to be like a 30 to 50 minute drive until police could get to them that's way too long in any major city wow yeah because like, one of the reports said that they got there i think 30 minutes after the call was made and they were like yeah we that was a lot quicker than we had intended so i was like no kidding. In it my took mind, 30 minutes for the police to respond to my car accident and i was annoyed by it mm-hmm. and like if someone called the like knoxville oh, yeah, pd it was like hey mm-hmm. someone just chopped somebody's head off on the greyhound yeah sure. and it took you 30 minutes to like well, respond yeah. to that also too i mean this is a greyhound bus it's traveling between major cities i mean it, it they could be That's out true you just and I don't know where they are. Obviously, in the yeah, story, but, it was on a highway from. But there's like, so hard to know. think that you're 30 minutes from any sure. cop. Mm-hmm. Or, also, 2008. So like, it's not like yeah, GPS was like able that's, to yes, dial them down. True. Yeah, define them. That yeah, is they, so they had to get the map. They're, they're trying to figure out. Hey, right. where, where are you at? I'm mm-hmm. next to a tree. <laughs> We're like, in yes. between our stops of this city and this city. Sure, somewhere right. in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that they, is very true. Yeah. So Vince did try to get behind the wheel and drive the bus. And I didn't know this, but buses have a system thing to where the driver can deactivate it to where the person cannot drive the bus anymore. Uh, that makes sense. So people well, can't steal cool. it. They probably yeah. have like a hot switch or something. Mm-hmm. So the driver, thank God for the driver, because he was able to somehow deactivate it. I don't know if it was from the seat or from the like outside of the bus. I don't really know where the deactivation system is. So sometimes like places like, like cars like that or like people who have high end cars, like they'll have mm-hmm. like a kill switch that they can just like flip yeah. and have to turn back on. So yeah. it's probably some sort of kill switch yeah. that he turned off as he was getting off of it. So somehow he was able to do that and Vince was not able to move the bus, which is well, good. Thank God, because I could only imagine where the story would have went if Vince was able to get the bus moving. Right. I don't know what he would have done when he would have stopped. Um, so police arrive, I believe they arrived around like nine o'clock 
This is also um, like this is Canada. Yeah. Yeah. Now here's a question: Have we have we like done any research into whether or not he's like a like a sleeper agent that got like triggered? Like somebody was talking. <gasps> Even I'll, worse, Tim's headphones. He heard some of the music and his like code word was in there. It said like Saturday. He's like. You're doing the yeah. thing again. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yep. I'm doing the thing. I can't, I can't help it. Hey, Wait, continue what? on. Oh, no, no. You're good. I was just going to say that I will dive into why, uh, what led Vince to stab Tim. So a Russian agent. by nine o'clock, police were in a standoff with Vince. Um, and they had requested the special negotiators and heavily armed tact- tactical unit to join them. So they basically got all the reinforcements. Um, I believe the standoff went all the way until 1.30 in the morning. Oh, my God. Okay, the bus. Here's a, this is another reason why you know this is Canada and not the United States. Because that man would have been the, shot. The only other person inside the bus with him at this point is already dead. Mm-hmm. Without a head. If this is East Tennessee, you got 15 minutes and then it's, it's yeah. Yes. They're just blowing up the bus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Um, eventually from the That's 9 crazy. o'clock when the police arrived to 1.30, the passengers were finally transported from that horrendous scene to the investigative unit. So now, after witnessing such a heinous crime... So they hear this. They see it. They see the man's head, and they have to mm-hmm. stand outside of this bus for, yes. like, five hours. Yep. And then they get transported to the interrogation area. Sounds like Where the now they have to have to. interrogations. Yeah. And they and have to relive it. Yes. Over and over with each question. That's the, crazy. The passengers were not able to reunite their, with their loved ones until 3.30 p.m. the next oh, day. Oh, no. Yeah, I think that's what, like, sixteen hours or eighteen hours. Imagine after? Catherine yeah. in that situation. Uh, she's just leaving. First of all, Catherine wouldn't have stayed around the bus. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, she's gone. They'd have found her a few miles down the road. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Not not good. And keep in mind, so it was four and a half hours until the standoff ended, so to speak. For four and a half hours, Vince was still stabbing Tim repeatedly. Um, During the standoff? Mm-hmm. So they're sitting there negotiating. So, he's like, so yeah, wait. no, I hear what you're saying. I'm just not getting off this yeah. bus. So already decapitated, too. Mm-hmm. And he's continued to stab him. Yes. Stab him, cut him open. And I'll, well, And here's the crazy yeah. thing. He survived. <laughs> yeah. He survived somehow. Yeah, no. But um, so... I'm so sorry. Brandon, if there was a again, hell, you'd be going to it. Again, I had... <laughs> well, you said there was a lot of plot twists... And so I was just throwing an extra Here's one out the there. I think I, I think I know where you're getting ready to go with this, based off of uh, what he's doing. I think I know where you're getting ready to go with this. Tell me. He thinks the guy's an alien. Yes, he's but try, he's trying to cut something out of this guy. Ooh. No. 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 I'll tell you. So sorry, I did. No, no, you're thing. good. See? The basically by the time the standoff ended, Vince had busted a window and jumped out, and then he was tased. It took him being tased two times. To oh, get him yeah. in handcuffs. Again, this is Canada. <laughs> yeah. Tim was so, like, his body parts were all cut off, basically. Yeah. He was so severed that the forensic investigators had to put him in plastic bags and transport him off the bus. Oh, um, my God. When they arrested Vince, they found Tim's ears, nose, and tongue in Vince's pocket. And still to this day, no one knows what happened to uh, Tim's eyes or heart. No. But... Let me add this. You can't just not know where those are. Jesus. I honestly forgot about this he part, ate them. but while when t- uh, Vince lifted Tim's head up, he started eating various parts I of his head. I called it. Mm-hmm. So they believe it's not factual. So this is my opinion. They believe that Vince had ate Tim's eyes and heart. 
I think he did, honestly. I mean, yeah, they can't find it. I mean, if they can't find it, where else would it be if it's not on the bus? I'm saying. I mean, mm-hmm. there's only a yeah. handful of places it could have been. Now, the trauma of the situation is very... It's a very dark subject, but I think it's important to mention. So, a lot of the passengers have talked about how their lives were forever affected by the situation. Yeah, they lost obviously. sleep. Um, one, someone with the name of Allison who was on the bus stated, quote, everything's been affected by this. I used to be very outgoing and a talkative person and I have lots of friends, but now I just kind of sit around and don't do much. Um, and also one of the police officers that responded to the crime had suffered PTSD from that moment. Sure. And on July 17th, 2014, they took their life. Because, wow. And now it's not, you know, saying that it was sure. because of that situation, but, but I mean, yeah. That'll give you a good base to build yes. off of there. Yeah. 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 His family members do believe that it was a result of his PTSD. Right. Now, the reasoning why Vince stabbed Tim was because he viewed Tim as a demonic alien. And God spoke to him in that moment and basically was pressuring Vince to basically take out the target. And that was the defense that they had in court and stating that Vince was hearing voices and they were pressuring him to stab this man mm. they weren't telling him to get the people off the bus safely from this yeah. demon they were right. saying to kill the, the demon target. Yeah. yeah like we don't have to inconvenience everybody by getting them off the bus if we just kill the demon mm. god also told him to eat him that part i mean i guess so I hey don't know. listen to beat your enemy you have to become your enemy sometimes yeah. so this person's like i'm gonna eat some of this demon so mm-hmm. i can know what's going on in his demon mind yeah mm. They're like a hive mind. Mm-hmm. So if I connect with this demon, I'll be connected with all of them. I can go hunt them down. Yeah. So almost a year later, wow. uh, Vince's trial did start. And his lawyers were basically trying to say that he was not going to be held responsible for this crime because he's not mentally stable. Sure. Pleading insanity. Yes. Insanity, yeah. And Vince even was able to acknowledge to the court that he knew and was aware of the crime he committed, but he wasn't there mentally so he doesn't feel that he should be held accountable for the crime so it's like so he's almost saying like it was an out-of-body experience for him yes yeah. yes um so the court did bring him to the selkirk mental health center and he was treated for schizophrenia he was put on medicine um he was regulated he got right. better now this is where i kind of want to ask you guys at this point what sentence do you think that he is going to receive what do I think he's going to receive or what do I think he deserves? What do you think he's going to receive? We'll talk about what he deserves in a little bit. This is Canada. Mm-hmm. Took him 30 minutes to get there and they gave him four hours. He got 15 years after he got out of the mental hospital. That's my guess. Okay. Joe's looking it up. <laughs> no. <laughs> no um, I don't know, dude. Judging by the look in your face, probably not near enough. Uh, I'm going to say 10 years. 10 years. I'm going to say five with possibility of parole. Five with possibility of parole. Honestly, you guys scored a lot lower than I thought, so that's that's pretty good. I Over here, I was like, life in prison, death. You know, like, well, whatever see, I read it. But here's the thing is you've set up so many it's things insane. of, like, yeah. you are not, like, you're just yeah. not going to lose. So I'm like, well, and listen, something you said earlier has gone you, right. You said something about he and his wife still being together, too, and mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't know. Like, it just seems like with, with the insanity plea. Let's see here. Hold on. Um, wait. What year is it, right? It's, it's 2023. Oh, sorry. One second. I bet that. 
I'm doing some math. <laughs> That was 2008, right? Yeah. Oh, man. I said 15 years. That means he got out of jail this year. Yeah. Sorry. Carry on. So on June 3rd, 2010, this is a year since the trial has passed, Vince was allowed to go on outdoor walks uh, that were supervised at the mental health facility. And then two years later, the National Post basically wrote about how well Vince was doing mentally and that... Vince was wanting to make amends with everyone that he had wronged in his past and all of this BS in my eyes. Sure. Um, sure. Yeah. I do feel some sympathy for Vince sure. because he didn't know he had schizophrenia. He wasn't aware. Yeah. So I do have that part where I do feel for him. Right. Um, sure. It sucks that no one caught it earlier on. Now, maybe as like I said before, maybe that he did get diagnosed with schizophrenia and he just refused to take medicine. Sure. Then I would have a different argument, but we just don't know if he was diagnosed right, right, or not. Right, right. And I mean, mental health is so different now than it was in 2008 yeah, and sure. like, our awareness of it. And mm-hmm. 100%. So in 2014, uh, Vince was able to now have unsupervised visits to Selkirk, Canada. And then he was eventually able to go on full day trips to Winnipeg and Edmonton. I assume visiting his wife, maybe friends. I don't know. I don't know how you would have friends. The after scene. This. Yeah. Like... Exactly. So I don't know. Um, now this is the part that literally quite honestly, it made me <laughs> my pants. If I can say that, like I literally read this and I like, I shat myself in my chair when I was reading this. I'm uh, dead that's ass. so bad. <laughs> hey. Oh, that's so bad. I'm not, Oh I'm no. Like, I'm so saying that's bad because I feel like you're about to say he didn't go to jail after he left the mental hospital. Uh, <sighs> so he left the mental hospital on, on February 10th, 2017. And basically, that same time, he was granted an absolute discharge and was given Stop. no legal obligations or restrictions to him living independently. I'm not going to Canada. Ever. Yeah. So still to this day, he is free. And get this. The Canada, I guess, I don't even know what department this is in, but they allowed him to legally change his name. What? So his name now <sighs> is Will Lee face. Baker. Is his real name now, Will Lee Baker. He was able to change his whole name, have a new identity, almost as if he's the victim in this situation. I thought the people that got like witness protection and all that stuff was like the people who didn't murder the, the person. people on the bus, not the yeah. person stabbing the kid on the bus. Right. Because just... also, like now he's got a hit list, a bus load of people long. Mm-hmm. And so that's pretty much like the end of the story, but it blows my mind to say this, but this case is controversial because and he's I, not in jail after murdering someone and chopping them into pieces on a bus yes and people believe that he sh- some people believe that he should be free and i was telling my followers this because i genuinely don't know but i was like if you guys disagree with me please tell me because i'm genuinely curious like yeah, i'm not yeah. i'm not a mental health expert sure i'm not yeah. a lawyer i'm not a judge so i don't know I, and i don't know vince i don't know what he said to lawyers what he's done right. to make amends but uh tim mclean's mo- mother actually spoke to the news reports and she made a very good point of saying what if vince stops taking his medicine that that is exactly it for yes me. it's the completely unsupervised aspect of mm-hmm. it it's the yeah you know just go live your life here's a new name here's yes. a new background here's a new like here's mm-hmm. a new history for you yeah but just getting a new history does not mean that all of that stuff just mm-hmm. goes away yeah he doesn't deserve that right anymore. I That's feel that when you take someone's life, you no longer have the right to decide if you want to take your medicine or not. Right. And I never even thought of like, 
even before she made that statement, I was like, that's, this is bullcrap. Like, yeah. and then she made that point. I was like, that is such a good point. Why is he being freed? Cause it's as simple as not taking that pill in yeah, the morning. Sure. And like something for me too is like, I know that was his first murder that we know of. And I want to yes. say it that way because we mm -hmm. don't know no, if yeah. anything ever happened before that. But it's like, there are very strange tendencies that crop up before it that kind mm -hmm. of show where he was before mm -hmm. the murder to say like, Hey, we don't know that this was an isolated incident. Like yes. we don't know that this was like a, he just snapped one day and as long as he takes the medicine, mm -hmm. everybody should be fine. And I'll also add shortly before the incident, uh, Vincent had multiple jobs. I mentioned he was a job hopper. Right. Yep. And that's also a, um, clear sign of schizophrenia is job hopping. His last job, he worked at Walmart and he was actually fired after having an altercation with one of his coworkers. But that's all that was said. And I'm really curious as to what type of altercation he had. Was because, it physical, sure. verbal? Yes. Because yeah. like, what is grounds for firing somebody? It's one thing to say like, hey, I'm not going to schedule you guys together anymore. But to fire someone, right. what yeah. did you, what did he do? Like, was there something that could have, you know, saved Tim's life, so to speak, by, you know, someone saying like, mm, we need to call someone on Vince because what he did to that coworker is not right. Right. So that's just where I'm like, I'm, I go back and forth and like, I'm very open-minded in this situation of where if someone didn't agree or if someone didn't agree with me and believe that he should be freed, because like I said, I'm not a mental health expert, sure. I'm open to hearing that. But from my, like, from what I've learned from this whole incident, I'm standing firm in my stance of saying that he deserves anything but life in prison. Like, wait. Nothing less than life in prison. There you yeah, go. There you yeah, go. for sure. <laughs> and he like, doesn't deserve life in prison. No, I think he deserves life in even prison. Even if it's like a specialty prison. Right. Like, and that's what I was going to yeah. say, like uh, Arkham Asylum or something like that. You know yes. what I mean? Like, keep just, him in the health, mental health facility. <laughs> yeah. yeah like, if he's doing well there, but, then keep him there. Yes. Like, you know, keep him on those, like, you know, day visits. You know, he can do his mm -hmm. thing. But, like, he goes back to this place at the end of the day where we know yeah. X, Y, and Z is happening yeah. every day. At the end of the day, we know where he's at. We know where he's sleeping. We know where he's eating breakfast. And it's not a human. You know what I mean? Because, like, like, for me, I feel like if, if and somebody's there to make sure that he's taking his medicine. Sure. Like, that, yes. like he's regulated in that yeah. regard. And I'm 100%. like, and if we're in this for 10 years and, like, we don't have a single incident again, like, you've been doing, checking every box for the past 10, 15 years in this mental health thing and you've been good, you've been fine. All right, cool. You know, let's figure out how you can have a home. You're going to be on a registry. You're going to have your same sure. name. You're going to have a parole officer that you check in with yeah. once a week. You're going to have like follow ups. You're going to have all this stuff. Yeah, you don't but to just write a blank check to someone after they've been in a mental health facility your name, sir. for five <laughs> years after chopping somebody up on a bus is insane. That's what I'm saying. Like, you you cut off somebody's head and eat their body parts. You don't get to change your name. Yeah, and you traumatize probably fifty people. Sure, you like the like you're, you're he's not only impacted. Tim and Tim's family, which they are just as valid as anyone else. Right. But 100%. he impacted all those passengers, those children, those parents, like even the people who had to come clean the mess up. You know what I mean? Yes. Like the, the police officers, the ambulance, the hey, bus driver who had to deal with this, like this, that bus driver did not get paid enough that no, day to have to no, deal with that. No. And newsflash, like even for the forensic investigators, that is not a scene they see every day. No. That is something that's far no. from that. That's it's just, it's mind-boggling. It's that definitely people an eleven. That, yeah, definitely eleven. That was a good grade for you on that one. Uh, yeah, I'm speechless on that one. <laughs> I don't Anyways, know on a lighter note, I'm, just kidding. I'm <laughs> kidding. It's like news. Uh, Girl Scout cookies available now. On yeah, uh, yeah no, that's. 
I had to take a mental health day after doing this research because no it was kidding. just like, yeah, it's too dark. Somebody sent that to you, huh? Yeah, they were like, someone had commented on my videos because usually if I post a story, someone would be like, this is a great story. Also, have you heard about this one? And nine times out of ten, I'm like, that's going to be an effed up story. I already know it. <laughs> because if you're right. saying that, like, this is going to be bad. And I researched this story and nothing, nothing could have ever prepared me for what I read. Nothing about that makes sense. And I'm surprised there's not a sense. documentary about that yet. I had never heard about it before. I've been doing this since November of 2021, you know, like as a podcast, even right. before then, I'd never heard of this story before. There's and this so, happened in 2008. There's so much to discuss in there too. I mean, you could yeah. really like uh, from the, how long it took for the cops and stuff to get there. Then they have a standoff with him while he's basically eating this dude and continue to stab this guy. And nobody mm -hmm. was like, I was waiting to read that this was fake. Like this is sure, a movie. Yeah. I am also waiting for like, 10 years from now when like you know canada gets like a freedom of information act like the usa has where yeah. we find out that like he actually was being influenced by some like outside you know agency or yeah. like some country yeah. or whatever or like mm -hmm. <gasps> plot to us he was a hitman for the canadian government taking yeah. him out like like there like there's got to be something mm -hmm. for them to be so lax with the sentencing sure for the whole situation for the standoff to take so long for like uh, my conspiracy brain is going insane right now because there's got to be like, my, like I can't reconcile just that level of just like evil depravity it's, happening just yeah. because like it has to be something else. Mm -hmm. Well, you see movie stuff too, like in horror films and things like that. Where right. You, like you see somebody who just does horrible, horrible crap. And then like you see like. 10 years later and they're they're free again you're going how did you get out of jail yeah. that is, and I'm usually the person going that's just not likely until you hear that and you're going right yeah. this dude didn't even go to jail <laughs> right yeah he's in a mental hospital for a few years where he got to basically leave the grounds mm -hmm. daily you know like yeah like after a year or two they're like yeah you know you're fine <sighs> and also I want to add just one last thing too because um, I read it and it really like spoke to me so Tim's mother she has talked with the news as of recently and has been very just open about the financial struggles because dying is expensive. Yeah, like, it is. Sure, people yeah. do not talk about how 100%. expensive dying mm -hmm. is. And I don't know if she has a like change.org or like yeah. a, um, like a GoFundMe, GoFundMe, so to speak. Um, I'm going to do a little researching, but sure. she's mentioned multiple times about how they are struggling financially still to this day. Right. So if she has a GoFundMe, if you guys want to put in the description. 100%. Yeah. Drop I'll, I'll send it to you. Yeah, 100%. I'm going to look tonight to see if they do. I haven't done research on that, um, but so, I encourage anyone watching to support uh, her. So did Tim have any, like, a spouse or anything like that? Or are they primarily just talking about his mom? So, so he just had a kid, right? Yeah. And his baby mama, so to speak, they were not, I don't think they were together necessarily right. um his mother has made some mentions about how they tried to get custody of his now i think seven-year-old son mm -hmm. i believe maybe a little older honestly at this point um but they have had a lot of issues with custody battles um, we'll be 15 because you said he 15, just had a kid yeah. right yeah. Two thousand eight. yeah mm -hmm. so yeah 15 years old gosh that's crazy but yeah, if there's a change.org or a gofundme i'm gonna put it down below like, I meant, like his kid 
I mean, I mean, I don't know how you, first of all, how, how you broach that topic. How do you, like, in school, it's like, hey, what does your dad do where's, for work? It's where's like, my well, dad? Where's my dad at, mom? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, just simple yeah, questions. How do you tell like a that. kid that? How do you explain that to somebody, especially who's under 18 or whatever, that who their father was, how he, how he died? I don't think you and do. Then, you just say, you know, your dad passed away well, yeah. and hope he never comes across but, the story. But also, yeah. like, it's currently 2023. This kid's 15 years old. He's going to get on Google. He's, he just knows just what happened to The exact same way you found out about it. You know what I mean? I'm so curious, like, what it's obviously i don't wish it upon anyone but like out of curiosity like what is it like for a child who whose parents so to speak have been like brutally murdered to like sure have people like have you did you see that recent video of those teenagers that um filmed hitting some guy on a bike yeah and what yeah, yeah these teenagers filmed themselves hitting a guy on a bike like in their and, car yeah in their car which was stolen um, and Sounds like a great way to get caught. Yes, and the biker was killed, and they recorded it on video, and the video went viral, so to speak. Yeah. And I, it really pissed me off that a lot of my, like the people that I follow, and a lot of my friends, honestly, that are in the true crime community, they were talking about this story while the video was playing. Of course, they didn't show him getting hit. Right. But it really bothered me because that's somebody's like dad. The human getting killed. 100%. Like imagine, because I mean. As someone who's experienced very hard grief, TikTok honestly saved my life because it distracted me sure, from right. grief. Yeah, I could only imagine these people who are like needing to just have a distraction, go on their Instagram, yeah. TikTok, right. and then yeah. up on there is the video of their dad getting killed. Right. Like that is so messed up. Now, I did have a couple people that actually showed the video and it, it pissed me off. And I'm like, yeah. it's one thing to show like the pre-video just to like, Give some context to the right. story or add like or just talk yeah. about it like just yes. be a floating head talking about yes it. yes it's just like it, adding that video there is simply for the shock value yeah. of the clicks of it yeah. and it dehumanizes the people in it yes. and that's what makes me sad about it but also in the case of this this i don't know if it was a boy or son or daughter but like their dad's murder is alive yeah and, and free. free going viral where's the and justice justice was not served like I don't know. Well, you one upped your game. <laughs> I don't week. even know how to close the next this time, show anymore. The next time I come, I'll have to make sure it's like a negative three. So like, <laughs> yeah, we got a we'll really like, offset. That's yeah. pretty wild. Like, True crime. My dog pooped on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I stole a yeah, yeah. lollipop from a candy store. Uh, that's that's. Pretty I pooped in my litter cool. box to throw my wife off and scare. Her. <laughs> <laughs> also, this music coming off of that. It's story. so awkward. Yeah, there's, it's hard to transition. That's why I just hit the button because there's no way to do it. Yeah, ex, I'm ex, like, I don't know how to close this out. Except Elena, our good buddy Brando here to hit us with yeah. a sick ending. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in to yet another week of 1900 Nerdy Talk. Make sure you tune in next week as the boys talk about literally anything but this on the next episode of 1900 Nerdy Talk. Thank you so much, Ethan. Yes. Ethan, it is always a pleasure. I hope you guys have me it's back. Always a after treat this story. and a treasure. <laughs> Crying, We're gonna have to. Crime I will no longer be light. allowed here. So you know, you're all over the place now, right? You're on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Instagram YouTube, anywhere you can hear your podcast. Crime brought to light. He doesn't have a cool piano solo though. Nope. We just lost a light, dude. <laughs> <laughs> all right.